Welcome to The Higher Self and I, your go-to podcast that will release you of your victim mindset and become your one-way ticket towards the mind-blowing results you desire in your life and your business. I'm your host, Rebecca Hayden, mindset and business mentor, ready to help you unlock your mindset into gear and empower you to step into the person you always knew you were meant to be, a badass CEO who is here to claim her freaking millionaire life. Ready to find out what life could be like if you just did the thing? Let's go, baby. Hello, gorgeous listeners. Welcome back to Higher Self and I, and welcome to another success story. Yes, today I am interviewing... One of the beautiful clients that I worked with last year called Haley, and she actually lives in New Zealand, so was up at the crack of dawn to do this interview, 7.30 and glowing as always. I cannot wait for you to listen to this interview. We go into the intricacies of us working together, a couple of swings and roundabouts that we went through, and finishing in sharing the work that she does, which is actually through the Gene Keys, which we go through in detail when we get to the end of the interview. Now, after hitting rock bottom with chronic illness in her mid 20s, Haley actually left her career as a primary school teacher and embarked on this radical journey of deep self discovery. After experiencing the most life-changing breakthroughs and transformations, she couldn't help but start her business where she now guides other women back home to themselves through deep inner work. And I have been a client of hers as well, and it is incredibly life-changing, which we also speak about in today's podcast. So I'm so excited to share this interview with you and for you to find out exactly who Haley is, what she does, and what she thought of our time together within my one-to-one container. Enjoy! Hello, gorgeous ladies of Higher Self and I. I have the most incredible guest with me today. I've already done a full introduction and sung about the houses about her, but I have the beautiful Haley with me today, one of my one-to-one clients. Welcome to the podcast. Oh my gosh, I'm so bloody happy to be here. I feel just a bit starstruck being on the highest self and high podcast. <laughs> I love how starstruck my clients get to be on the podcast. They're like, are you serious? And I'm like, yes, I want to shout about you. I want to talk about you. Of course, I'm going to have you on. Um, but you are currently in New Zealand. It is currently 7.30 a.m. So thank you so much for getting on up. Yeah, morning, fresh, you know, I think my alarm for you, Rebecca. I don't set my alarm for many things. I love you for that. (laughs) (laughs) And it looks so bright and beautiful, uh, which is, it definitely doesn't look that bright at half past seven in the UK at the moment. So I cannot wait to fall 360 be back in summer, let's be honest. (laughs) It looks beautiful. Right. Let's dive in. I can't wait to tell the listeners, the viewers, the journey that we had together, because quite frankly, it was motherfucking huge it's an epic journey oh my god an epic journey with lots of twists and turns that I, I don't think either of us expected when we first started working together did we so just explain to everyone who's listening where were you before you kind of took the leap into the six month one-to-one container together 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. To, to look back. So we were just talking before we pressed record, it was a year ago that we started in our 120 now. And where I was then, I was someone who was full of vision and I'd been flying by the seat of my own pants. Mm-hmm. We love that phrase. <laughs> I, we, we sort of got together. I remember on our first call, we were like, how do you even make any money? <laughs> We were shocked. We were shook that I was actually had a semi-successful business because I had just been all vision, no strategy. And I had created a membership that was really thriving. Um, I didn't I had done some one-to-one client work, but it was real like basic bitch one-to-one client work. I was charging like a dollar for. Um, and yeah, that was pretty much what I had. And I'd grown a really beautiful Instagram platform. Um, and I was really wanting to start to move into some some different things. I'd done a one to one. I've done a group program. That's what I'd done. I'd just done Destin. I sort of made it up and I was like, I'll do this. And it was incredible that I sold it out and had a great time, but I really was craving strategy. And so that's where I was when I started. I was like, Beck. <laughs> help me. <laughs> Let's sort this out. Yeah. And we did, didn't we? We took what your, it was almost like, I've said this to a few clients, you you brought the water and I brought the cup and then we had this container for you to be able to be the water. And I think that was huge for you, wasn't it? Going from, and I think that's, that's the magic. Like that's the type of person that I attract who is that visionary that is the like big picture can, they know you knew exactly what you wanted and what you wanted to create and how it wanted to look. And actually you'd done so well because you were always in that space, weren't you? You were always in that feeding from that energy and just that absolute love for what you do. And that's how you come across, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And that's honestly what was carrying me in my business. What started my business is what carried me for the first two years of being in business, just just being connected with my heart, loving what I did. Um, but then I was so craving, I want to help more people because like, I had this amazing vision and I knew the work I was doing was incredible. But I was like, ah, I actually, there's so many women out there that would love to receive what I put out there. But because of the lack of strategy, I'm actually doing them a disservice by not sharing more potently and more cleanly what I'm actually here to do. And that's where I'll please come help me. It wasn't about me. It wasn't about, oh, Beck, I want to earn more money. I want to, you know, have the six figure business. It was more, I just want my message and my mission to reach the women that I know that it's meant to reach. And that was really my goal and absolutely what we did. Yeah. It, it was and and more, which we're going to get into. Um, but yeah, I think that was the thing, wasn't it? It was that craving of, okay, that has got me so far, but I want to like, I want to touch more. I want to reach more. And how do we do that? And how do we actually kind of bring that in? And I think that was one of the first things that we did in the way of social media strategy and what that looked like for you, um, how you showed up and delivered your message and kind of the positioning behind that. How did you find that shift? Because I remember you going, I kind of already do this, but now it has a structure to it, which felt quite good, doesn't it? Oh my God, it felt amazing. I was really craving that structure. That's just the kind of person that I am. I, Without structure, I feel like I'm just floating away into the abyss and I was starting to feel that way with my business, you know? And so I, I already, if I'm inspired and I show up and I talk, naturally 
I'm sort of doing the strategy without doing the strategy. But then all of the days in between that, it was like, how how do I do that? say like I will even forget I'm like what is it that I even want to talk about like you know I'd have moments of being like what do I even do (laughs) for a living who am I (laughs) I? but just forget and so then bringing that strategy behind how and when to show up and what to talk about just pressure off because I was holding even though I was really excited and really passionate I think I was holding on to a lot of pressure of well, you should be talking more, but I don't know what to talk about. And like, how do I talk in the way that's going to encapsulate them? I think I was talking way too much about the what and like what I could offer. You know, when I talk about my membership, it was just like, there's courses in there and there's this course and there's this meditation. And you were like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> they, you're like, they don't even need to know what's in there. Like start talking about why, like why, why would they want to be in there? What's going to happen to their heart and their soul when they're in there? And I started shifting, which is naturally what I want to talk about and feels so much more natural to talk about instead of just showing up to be like, there's this and I made this and I made this, which just didn't feel, that wasn't setting me on fire. And so you relit my fire in how I show up and share. Yeah. And how, and how everything kind of became congruent to that, you know, you are such a, you are such an embodiment of what you teach and your story and the way that you've done the work. And I I know we're going to go into this when we kind of switch the interview and and I ask you some questions but like the work the work that you've done on yourself and the way that is and how you bring that as the embodiment of that I think that kind of gave you even more permission to show that didn't it yes yes because because it is just who I am then I forget so like what I do in my life and the way I live my life is not a strategy it's not a tick the box it's just this is me and it's no different and I forget that that's actually pretty amazing. So like when I get up and I do all of my things and I have my breakthroughs and and you know I approach life in a certain way that's just my normal and I didn't realize that that was the stuff that was the potency to share because it was just so normal to me and you're like hang on a second you should talk about that you should share about that I was like oh my god my life is the content. I was like I didn't realize yeah I am me. the content. <laughs> Yeah, which then gave you, like we said, even more permission to, you know, speak about it, to embody it, sell at the end. And that and that's the rhythm that we really got into, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Like I I I actually learned how to sell for the first time in my life, which is why I was so surprised at like how did I ever sell anything before? <laughs> it's quite amazing <laughs> myself, really. <laughs> It's a part on the back worthy, that's for sure. (laughs) And I started selling to more the right fit. I think I'd sold to people in the past that maybe weren't fully that right fit and they were wanting something from me that maybe wasn't the very thing that they were going to get. And by really like refining my marketing, my positioning, my clients that I brought in 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 that last year most of them have become like my best friends because they are literally my soul family. My soul. It's so amazing. Yeah. And that was purely through you just getting very clear on who that was and how to connect with them in that way, wasn't it? 
and and speak into them. Yeah. Totally. Like all of the brainstorms and all of the, I was like, oh my God, <laughs> like the things that you got me to do weren't that, like they were pretty simple, you know, like, and it was this, it was often the simplest of things that would give me the biggest epiphanies. And I'd be like, holy shit, that has just changed everything for me. Yes. You know, like having that support was just oh, incredible. Yeah. I remember like a few conversations and you were like, is it? that simple like you're blowing my mind <laughs> it's like you went into my heart and my soul and grabbed like grabbed the passion and like pulled it out and showed me how I could paint it <laughs> on the canvas of life you know that's a beautiful metaphor <laughs> we'll use that one in one of the clips um <laughs> and so we really started to amp up your socials the sales started flowing I know they were flowing before we began, but like they started flowing and they were more congruent to the to the clients that you wanted. And with that, you were then able to add the one-to-ones and start to actually build out your product suite, weren't you? Yes. Yes. So I had done one-to-one work before, but I and that was great for when I did it, but I had outgrown that style of one-to-one and I was really wanting to offer a very rich, deep, higher ticket one-to-one. And I'd never sold anything higher ticket before. Um, And I had no idea how to write a sales page. I had no idea like, and even the nerves around that, the nerves around, am I actually going to put all of this work in to create this container that I don't even know if anyone's going to want it. And you really, that was probably, you know, when I reflect over our whole time together, that was one of the biggest things was really breaking free from the, um, I guess, breaking into a new level of doing business, breaking into a a new level of how I served my community. And I, I had to level up for that. You know, I had to hold the space and believe that I could even be capable of that. You wrote, you wrote me a hypnosis track for that month because I was in in a turmoil <laughs> around. <laughs> no one is going to want this. Yeah, and you wrote me a hypnosis track to just help myself believe that what I was putting out there was someone would want it. And then I had the most beautiful year of almost the whole twelve months I was sold out in that one to one. Yeah, you you opened it people bought, a spot came open. You, you just had that constant flow, didn't you? Yeah. And then lots have re, like a few of the ones that I that signed up in February last year are still with me now. And it was a four month container. And so just having that flow on and it's become my bread and butter now. So before my membership was my bread and butter, that was my core source of income. Now my one-to-one is my core source of income and my membership is more of a a community. It's more of a place where I just nurture my community and it's not a place where I'm trying to, um, you know, earn the income, nor am I trying to earn the income with my one-to-one. It's all about me serving. But in, when we look from business strategy point of view, this Yeah, um, that's what you wanted. Yeah, because it was putting so much pressure on the membership, wasn't it? Which was making you be like, wait, I didn't make it for this. Like, I don't want to feel this way for the membership. Absolutely. And so being able to then have a group program and my one-to-ones and that that's what I see as my income. I don't even see my membership as my income. 
and more I see that as, um, yeah, this just nurturing little space. If it doesn't make anything, that's okay. If it does, that's awesome, but it's not the point anymore. And I think that's changed a lot for the way I can serve my community. Mm, mm. And I know that was huge, wasn't it? When we, the, the, the significant part for me with our work together was when we kind of, we added all these things, you were, you were going gung-ho, we were like, yes, I'm doing it. And then you were almost like, I need an even, I need even more structure now because we've grown the product suite. We've grown the, the people that you're serving, the things that you're having to do, the the content, the membership. Like we had so many facets, didn't we? You had so many facets to your business. You were like, no, 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 wait, I need even more structure now. Can you remember that? Yes. Yes. And this, I, that little season of working together, that is going to continue to bless me for the rest of my business because now I've found a way of a loose structure for myself because hard structures do not work for me um, because then it just sets me up to fail in a way if I'm like to do this and then I don't get it done you know because I just to let the listeners in I suffer with chronic illness and I have chronic fatigue and I have chronic pain and I can't show up and commit to certain levels of work, but some days I, I can. And so I needed something that was loose yet would allow me to show up and do the important things. Otherwise, then I can feel like I'm failing. I feel like I'm failing my community when every, because it is so broad. I'm like, okay, over here in the membership, I'm making a course here and a meditation here. And then I've got a women's circle here. And then I've got my one-to-ones and then I've got my Voxer and then I've got that group program. And then I've got my life and then I've got Jean-T's work. And then I've got, you know, and so really honing in on a structure because, you know, I looked for a structure externally of myself, like, okay, maybe this program will work or maybe like that diary will work. And you were like, hmm, you said, I think that you'd need to make your own because you're you and you're not going to fit into someone else's structure. I think you'd need to come up with your own. And and I did and I really spent the time. Like I I got on Canva and we tested it, didn't we? We tested it. <laughs> yeah. I made my own monthly schedule, but it goes week one of the month, week two of the month, week three of the month. And I do different things in each week on each day and it's fully mapped out, but then it's also not too rigid and I can play with it. And man, that changed so much for me that shifted just my my heart and my soul could rest and just be there to do the creative work because my mind was like oh no like what am I meant to be doing it was drowning my creative channel it does doesn't it yeah yeah having that structure and just knowing okay yes I might have all of this stuff coming up but today all I need to do is write that masterclass Amazing. I can show up with my open heart and just write that masterclass and have a fucking fantastic time. Like I love it when I don't have my mind being like, oh, but you need to do this thing as well and this thing and this thing. So that was huge. Yeah. And I think I see that so often and I definitely fell into that as well. You know, when we first start our business and we're like in that excited part and we've got like a thousand ideas and the creativity is there. And then the the like longer you go up in business, the more that you start to learn or to add. And then there's another strategy. And all of a sudden there's like all of these like blocks into your creativity. And I had the moment where I was like, can I do this? Like, can I make anything anymore? Because I can't, 
open my space. And I think that's what really allowed you to see, like, like you said, but this is the focus today. That's what we've put in. Like, and I can flow around that. And that gave you that back, didn't it? Totally. Because there's no worse feeling than having your creative channel blocked. Oh, it's the worst. You know, it actually, it's not just in biz, in a business sense, but for me in life, that's what brings me my fulfillment as well. And I just love to be in that. And so when I squash that with a lack of structure, I'm like, oh, you know, now I know whenever I'm feeling a bit lost or I'm feeling a bit overwhelmed, I just go, oh, let's go look at that structure. And so then I change it up. It's morphed so much since I first made it because it's not a, it's not a one size fits all shifted in the different seasons of my life. And um, I've got that now forever. I get to keep playing with that. Yeah, I love that. I love that. So then we move into a big, (laughs) an even bigger revelation that we had. And I was trying to like, I was trying to think back to what were like the catalyst points of the, the huge thing that happened that we're going to, I don't know why I'm making it so suspenseful. (laughs) Enormous weight. Um, But we had a Zoom call. We were having just a little catch up on what had happened. I think you'd been on holiday, hadn't you? You'd been away. I had had a huge breakthrough, remember? Yes. It was that. It was that. And the breakthrough came with just a little conversation and neither of us expected it. But the breakthrough allowed it allowed you to see what? <laughs> well, you said to me, Rebecca, you go, well, after I'd explained the breakthrough and how like my whole DNA had just shifted overnight, you said, well, what does this mean for your business moving forward? Does this mean that anything has to change? And I just went, Yeah. I need to completely change everything. <laughs> I have to. Yeah, I was like, everything. I need to change because for the listeners, my business used to be called Soulful Journaling and I was just positioned as a journaling expert. I was positioned with like journaling prompts and this sort of stuff. And I had moved into so much more than that. I'd moved into Gene Keys. I'd moved into like the membership that was so much more than journaling. And I had clients that don't journal. And so I was like, ah, that was starting to feel a bit sticky for me. It was starting to feel like it was holding me back and capping me. And once I had this breakthrough, there was just like my soul said, no, way are you holding me back anymore awful journaling has to go which was so scary because like I have a trademark to like I'm so known for that like people online call me soulful they don't even know my name's Haley. they just call me soulful you know I was very known for it and it was a very easy account to grow People are getting onto Instagram, searching journaling prompts, and I would be the first one that came up. And, you know, I'd get lots of followers all of the freaking time. And that was my safety. That was my comfort zone. And um, after that breakthrough, though, I could not keep lying to myself anymore and pretend like this was my path. It's like, this ain't my path. <laughs> this- yeah. <laughs> it was very clear. <laughs> so we decided, all right, we're getting rid of soulful journaling. We're going to completely rebrand. Um, and so I, I entered into a, a full-on rebrand. I rebranded my whole business, my whole Instagram. I rebranded my membership. Um, I rebranded everything. Um, and that was so unexpected. 
<laughs> Unexpected, baby. And I think like the reason why I really wanted to talk about this and kind of I've got a couple of questions around that for the listeners is there are so many people who I think want to do the same or are craving to do the same or are feeling that they want to do the same because, you know, our bit we grow and our businesses obviously either grow with us or we change or, you know, and I think there's so much narrative in the keep the consistency and don't change and stick to stick to what you've been doing that they almost, like you said, you kind of were cap- capped yourself at that, but this is what I know. And this is, you know, how we grow on Instagram and this is what I do. And how did you navigate? And I know you do a hell of a lot of work on yourself and I know it was very fucking uncomfortable this point in time how did you navigate in actually just allowing yourself to even say it like to allow yourself self to even say it out loud yeah I mean I think the beginning was the easiest part <laughs> just the same I think I didn't quite realize what I was signing myself up for and I think this was just I knew it was just the next step on my path. So I wasn't seeing it as this huge, big thing that I was doing. It was just the next aligned step. And I couldn't deny that it was the next aligned step. And for me to be able to say it and say, yes, I'm doing this was about really grounding into my heart. And I am someone that will always follow her heart. And um, I've learned to really trust in the tugs of my heart. And so if my heart was telling me this and it was so clear, so clear. I was like, well, I'm all in then. And for me, this was an opportunity to really practice what I preach. And if I knew that if I didn't do this, I was doing everyone a disservice. Yes, people might have still been getting the stuff that they came here to get and that they liked, but really that's not what I'm here for. I am not a person that got put on this earth to do things for people that they like that keeps them comfortable. Like, Yes. That's what I really realized in that moment and you helped me to see that about myself too. Like that's not me. I am someone, you know, I love punch you. And, and I, I shake your tree and all the dead leaves fall out. Like I am here to help people rise into their next level of evolution. I'm not here to keep people comfortable. And so why would I choose to just keep myself comfortable? And so that's really what allowed me to be like, yes, I'm all in. I'm making that change. And then I got a little bit more difficult. <laughs> and so it began. <laughs> And that was kind of like the last iteration of our time together. Like we had these like huge breakthroughs, changes, huge breakthroughs, changes, which always happens, you know, next level. We were doing a lot of work. We were doing a lot of shifting. And we actually, I mean, you decided to go full out. We we launched a podcast. We like you I literally can't. did everything. <laughs> it, it was a big, it was a big old couple of months, wasn't it? And there was a lot of uncomfort to that. Do you want to speak into a bit of the uncomfort that came up? Yeah, yeah. I guess through the whole rebrand process, loved it. You know, actually doing it, loved it. Bringing out the podcast, setting up my full rebrand for my membership. Part of my rebrand for my membership, I brought three women from my community on board as guides, as leaders. And that felt so expansive. Like for the first time ever, now I've got like a little team and um, people coming in to help me. And like I did a full rebranding photo shoot. And then I did all of my own, like I do it all myself. I redid my whole website. And I love that kind of work. Yes, everyone. The photo shoot was the most Pinterest worthy photo shoot I have ever 
<laughs> experienced. Um, yeah, it was epic. It was so amazing. Epic. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, all of that was really comfortable, like super comfortable. The bit that was uncomfortable for me was once I had relaunched because I had in my mind that because I was so excited, I was like, everyone's going to be so excited. <laughs> but there was a big chunk of my community that weren't excited about that. A big chunk were So all of my soul clients that I had already attracted, man, they were in this with me and they could feel that as I was expanding and as the business was expanding, they knew that they were expanding with it. And so all of my people, man, they loved it. But then a whole chunk of my community, which aren't the ones that purchased from me anyway, yeah, fell off. So I'm now, since my rebrand, I've lost 1,000 followers. Okay. Which, you know, <laughs> that's big chunk. Yeah. That's chunk. <laughs> we work through it. <laughs> we work through it because obviously that's not my community. And it's not, it's, yeah, it's not my people. And also, you know, I lost a little chunk of my membership and where I thought that my rebrand would would see my business go whoop and like go up a level, it went down. But it was perfection. And this was the discomfort knowing that this is exactly what was actually meant to happen. It was just my mind took a little bit longer to catch up with my heart. My mind had these ideas of what it would look like and how it would just have so much momentum and how this was just going to be amazing. It was amazing, but in a different way than I expected. When, once I had rebranded, because this rebrand wasn't just about let's change to cuter colors and let's just make it a bit fun. I was not just rebranding my business. I was choosing to rise my frequency and up-level my entire life, my entire self to rise to meet my message more. And in meeting that message, I then had to really take a season to ground into this newer, oh, I am now, I am now showing up in such a deeper, higher capacity, and my message is so much deeper. And it just, you know, how many months has it been now? And I only five months. Yeah, I yeah. I'm only just feeling like my feet are back on the ground now because I had to do a lot of inner work. I worked through a lot of deeper wounding patterns of failure and um, being seen and all of these things, validation, which I'd worked through in the past, but this was the next level of that. And so it's been the most difficult season of my business, but the best season of my life. Oh, and, I love that. Oh, <laughs> but through all of that, my income has stayed really steady which is also something that I learned. Like you can decrease in interaction on Instagram, you can decrease in followers, you can decrease in reach, but your income doesn't have to change a single bit. Because amongst my 12,500 followers that I had from Soulful Journaling, about 300 of them were my soul family. And guess what? Those same 300 are still bloody there interacting, purchasing, loving it. And so really that didn't change. It was just the external that changed. And for me to practice what I preach, I had to go through that. 
Yeah, and feel that. And I think that's so huge, isn't it? Especially on social media, we're constantly craving or searching or needing that external validation, which, you know, we see others have or, wow, look at how many followers they've got and what, you know, like, and actually I remember having conversations with you, you know, that you would pop into Voxer and be like, are your story views down? And I'm like, I don't want to hear this. You could have three people watching and those three people may buy like, you know, it was that Karen to keep like just reminding you of what that could look like and, and kind of open your eyes to that, to remove the external validation, wasn't it? Which I know you did. Absolutely. Absolutely. And because, yeah, on Instagram, there's this such this push and I, it was like this subconscious push because I don't believe it in my heart. It, getting caught up in the fact that if you're successful on Instagram, you should be steadily growing. And for the last five months, I have been steadily (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like last week, I lost another hundred. Like I'm still losing followers. And, but I've, I've had to come to a place where I can see now that that's completely okay and it has not had any impact. Like when I was messaging you like, oh my gosh, your story views down because I was then launching a new group coaching program. And my story views were for a count that had like at this stage about 11,500. My story views were sitting at around 100. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? Like usually it'd be up around 1,000. But guess what? I'm sold out that program. Of course you fucking did. (laughs) And I needed these things to just really ground this into myself and each time it happened each day it happened it was chipping another bit off those false belief systems and grounding me a little bit more into into my true mission because who I am is mission over metrics who I am is someone that's here to just love and serve I'm not the person that's here for the followers so it was all this subconscious programming of all of the bullshit that we get fed on these social platforms that was actually hurting me, not the trueness of my life. And so it was a real season of just peeling back, redefining, sifting through all of the shit that I'd been carrying around that I didn't realize because things were going well enough externally for me not to have to deal with those things, you know. And this was the perfect opportunity for me to peel off those final little bits that were still connected to my aura, you know, snip, snip, snip. It was a snippy, snippy. (laughs) She was in her snippy era. (laughs) (laughs) but look at you now like I just you know and and the journal prompts are still there and you're so far in the gene keys and you're just it's so much more you like I remember even and I know it doesn't go down to the colors but I remember when you even sent the colors through and I was like oh you were like how have I been living with these other colors you know it was you really came into you I feel like on that rebrand didn't you yeah, I, I'm now richness. But you know what? Everybody's ready for the rich, deep stuff. What I did before, even though it wasn't surface level, not by no means, it was still deep, but it was comfortable deep for people. Whereas what I do now, it's very confronting deep. And of course, not everyone's going to be on board with that yet, depending on where they're at in their seasons. So what I did before kind of um, – Oh, what's the word? It accommodated for everyone. Whereas now what I do only accommodates for those who are really ready to do the fucking work, who are ready to go in and, and sit with their own discomfort. So like I said, I'm a woman that's here to guide you into the discomfort. I guide people into their own inner darkness and help them find the light. 
not everyone's ready for that. And that's so okay. But now my whole platform reflects that. And so I'm more at home in it. Mm. And it shows up in such beautiful ways as well because of that. Um, what what was your favorite moment, biggest breakthrough? Give me a word. I don't know. Whatever you want to say. <laughs> of our time together. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's so stupid and this is hilarious. Go on. <laughs> we obviously had so many breakthroughs and there's so many things about business I could say, but my favorite thing was just getting on Zoom with you every two weeks and we would dance at the start. A literal dance fight. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, my favorite thing about working with you, Beck, and I think the reason why I was drawn to you outside of the ideas of business, yes, I was drawn to you because I wanted more structure. I wanted a container to my water, but I was drawn to you because I was just craving to be alongside someone who matched my passion and who matched my energy and who I could, oh, like in our container, I hardly used the Voxer. I lived for those bi-weekly calls just where we got I got to sit in your energy and you got to bring out more of mine and those would set me up like every two weeks you set me up for my next two weeks of channeling myself and that was my favorite just getting to be in your energy like I was paying the big bucks <laughs> to energy. sit with me on Zoom <laughs> I love that. I absolutely love that. We are kindred souls, I swear. (laughs) But it has been an absolute pleasure serving you. I know we're going to move on to you and and what you do and everything, but I just wanted to take a moment to say I freaking love you. I love everything about you and what you do and what you give to everyone. And I'm very excited to see what happens, what, where you go next and what that looks like. And I just love you to bits. I just love you to bits. I can't <laughs> wait for the next time that I'm going to work with you because you better bet your bottom dollar. I would never <laughs> think I'd be there. there. <laughs> and I'm excited. We might get to see each other in person this year. That was, I was literally just about to say there is a possibility that I see you this year, which I'm very, very excited about. So let's dive into what you do. I have experienced the work that you do and I we can definitely talk about that. Um, I've got another session booked in uh, for this week, actually. Um, so what... What do you do? Who are you? I know we've just had a 35-minute conversation, so hopefully they know a little bit. But give us the spiel. Give you the spiel. Look, I am a woman that is here to take you into the inner caverns of your life to reveal your wisdom. I am a guide. I'm not a teacher. I am not a guru. I'm not here to tell you what to do. I'm here to guide you on your own inner road to find your own magic. And I really act as a mirror to my clients where I'm mirroring back to you your greatness, your genius, your wisdom, when you couldn't see it yourself, but it was there all along. And I do that through a couple of different modalities in my membership. I do it a lot through, I create courses, I do live women's circles, I do meditations, I do journaling activities, lots of juicy stuff. And I just create community where I connect women together. But the main way I do this is through the Gene Keys. And oh my God. And what gonna... is the Gene Keys? Oh, okay. <laughs> Who's got five hours? <laughs> yeah, five hours. Look, if you're going to want to know lots about the Gene Keys, you're going to have to come listen to a few of my 
multiple hour episodes about the gene key. We'll tag them all in. We'll tag them all in the show notes. If we give you just a really basic overview, the gene keys are the 64 spectrums of human consciousness. They are a map, a psychological map of your DNA. And they are going to help you to unlock the highest potential within your DNA. They help you to move through your shadow patterns and ignite your gifts. And they give you a specific roadmap into your prosperity, into your fulfillment, into feeling more love in your life. And that's what I love most about them. So like human design, how you get, a most people know that more, where you get a child. In Gene Keys, you get a hologenetic profile. You've got 11 different Gene Keys that make up who you are. And as you move through that golden path of activating each of them, as you understand them, as you sit with the shadow of each one, you will ignite your greatness, you will ignite your genius, and you will become the person that you came here to become. And I am so obsessed with this work. I am I'm a Gene Keys guide, so I'm not just like running around pretending like I, you know, know what I'm doing. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. <laughs> and I am very, very good at it. Very good at it. Um, and I really bring my knowledge of the gene keys together with the journaling and the inner work and everything I was doing before the gene keys. And I meld them together to create this rich, deep experience of inner awakening, self-illumination, and just really, if if I was to put it simply, I help people take their shit and their challenges and their suffering and turn them into the most beautiful thing about their life. I help people take the challenge, approach it in different ways and see themselves come back to life. That's really what I do. And depending on the client, depends on what that journey looks like. So some people come to me at the beginning of their journey. And so we're really looking at those challenges, the things that are holding them back. Some women come to me very deep into their journey and where them deep, deep inner wounds. And then some women come to me who are more from a business point of view, and then I help them utilize their gene keys to awaken more of what they're here to do in the world. Um, and love that I can come at it from so many different angles. I work a lot with people's relationships as well. Um, and I'm obsessed with relationship dynamics. But yeah, in a nutshell, that's what I do. I do it in a one-to-one capacity. I do it in a group capacity. And it's also part of my membership as well. Um, and yes, I've had the absolute privilege of sitting with Rebecca and her team. You have. You have. We'll go into it. We'll go into it. But I wanted to ask, what what got you into the Gene Keys? Like how was it? How did did you find it or what made you so obsessed with it, I suppose, at the start? Yeah, I really believe that the gene keys find you. <laughs> they absolutely do. And I had already been on a very deep road of inner work. So in my early 20s, I got really sick. I used to be a primary school teacher. I could not keep going on because I couldn't stand up. I couldn't work anymore. And so I had to leave my teaching career and I went into a very, very dark season of my life where I was just bedridden and I had no idea who I was. I realized that I'd built my entire identity on the external and I was like, who is Haley? Because I cannot keep going if I don't know who she is. And that took me on a 
deep five, six-year journey of finding myself again through pen and paper. This is where journaling began for me. And I really wrote my way back to myself. I wrote my way back home. And I, I peeled back all of these layers. I redefined what worth is. I understood who I am and what life's about. And I brought myself back to life, really did. And then about six years into that journey, the gene keys entered my life and they entered my life through human design because I'd been following a girl and I was like, oh, that's interesting. And I learned that, loved it. Then she was sharing about the gene keys and I was like, oh, it was really tugging at my heart. And so I was like, I got to, I got to get it. I ordered the book. It arrived on my doorstep. I opened the first page. I started reading the introduction and instantly I just started crying. And I just felt my heart and my soul say to me, Haley, you have just found the place you're going to be for decades. And I just knew it was such a rich experience. And so then obviously I downloaded my profile and I was like, okay, my life's work gene key, the first one, let's look at it. I went to look at this gene key and Richard Rudd, the author of the gene keys, he had said word for word, like three full sentences that I had already written in my business manifesto. Um, I'd already called my business the journey home. And this gene key said that I had the gift of helping people journey home to themselves. What? And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> so I went on this, this deep inner journey after already being on a deep inner journey, the gene key confirming for me, giving me the language to the things I was already finding to be true and taking me to the deeper places I could never get on my own. And so as I had spent that journey, it just then naturally rose up out of me and became the next aligned step to start sharing. I couldn't help but start sharing. And I started weaving it into my business without even thinking about it. And all of a sudden I had this group program where I was doing gene keys and I was like, but I've never even talked about <laughs> what's going on. <laughs> Yeah. And the the rest is history. Then I started really diving deeper. I became a guide and um now it is my favorite thing in, in the whole world. It's it's who it's part of who I am. And I see life through gene keys. I see people through gene keys. And um time and time and time and time again I have seen them radically change people's lives and that's what I'm here for. And I've never seen something work so deeply in people before and it's quite funny because we did we did a session was it november time was it it's yeah, november yeah. and then i i started i actually we had the gene key session which we we can talk into and you know explore and just after that session i think we had that on the thursday night and on the saturday of that week i picked up the vlogging camera again and I remember like, and, and I was like, I don't know why I'm doing this. Uh, here I am, like we're vlogging again. And it was like the most connect, like that first vlog that I came back with was like the most connected that I'd felt to like the fun, the like me and Jack bouncing off each other, like just everything of like being in that space. And I've, I've still watched that video back now, like she she was a different she was on a different level the gal that was <laughs> crying oh my god <laughs> but I just I really remember that and I don't I, I never connected them together ever until I was uh until a couple of months later and I think you were watching one of my vlogs and you were like I can see this gene key coming out in your vlog. 
<laughs> and I was like, oh God, she's she's freaking watching me via my vlogs about my gene keys. But I was actually like, I think it was that session that truly helped me go, okay, we're doing this now. Like we're stepping into that now. I just found it hilarious that you were fully <laughs> watching me through YouTube on the gene keys. I mean, I can't help it. No matter what I watch or so when I'm looking <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that session with you was so potent and just revealing because you're Jinky 42 in your life's work, the shadow of expectation, the gift of detachment. We really were looking at fulfillment and happiness and like no longer putting outcomes on things and just being in it and loving what you're doing and loving the journey, which is how I see you, you know, you slow in your gifts, but of course, all of us, the shadow never goes away. It's the seed that grows the goodness. And so as we start to bring awareness to that, as we brought awareness to that shadow in that session, I could feel it sort of, boom, boom. you can feel when it's kicking into place for someone and you're like, holy shit, listen, it's those little things, you know, where you can feel they've been holding you back, but you can't quite get to them. And then the gene key comes in and goes, here it is. And here's what to do about it. And here's where you're going. And then you're like, I see. Yeah. And I think like one of the, you know, one of the big things that came up was that, that rest, that ability to, to rest. And I think that's what you picked up on the YouTube. It's like, I think I said something like, I'm just going to go and clean because I, you know, I don't want to rest right now. And you, you messaged me being like, Beck, we just fucking sit down. <laughs> and I knew so deeply about you because that part of your chart is also me. And I know how difficult it is to find the balance between being that woman of impact and that woman who's so passionate and driven, yet also that woman who fills up on solitude, that woman who fills up on introspective time and time where you're just ah, coming into that space because that's what you bring back out into your creativity. That's what opens your creative channel. And as we really start to see it, not from a reason that makes us weak, because that's what we can look at it from. We can be like, oh, I'm someone that needs more rest time, but I don't want to be like that. So I'm just going to keep myself. But when we really start to see our chart and we see it play out and we go, oh my gosh, I have not only permission to do that, but it's my genius to do that. Yes. It's in my wheelhouse to do that. Yeah. I feel more connected with myself when I do that. And so even if I'm working less, what I actually produce and get out of that work time is tenfold. And if I was to work more without accommodating for this other part of myself that is just as important as my work, right? Yeah. And that's really important for, you know, my, my, my next question was how do you, you know, how do we bring the gene keys into your business and what do you do to, because we've got a lot of business owners listening to this right now. And I think, I think the deep work is very important to do the deep work outside of what the business looks like, but equally to kind of run the business, how you how you should be, like what that should look like for you. I don't know whether should's the right word, but how does it work? In what that, it can look like. What it can, you, right? Yeah. yeah. Just, your life is your journey and you can make it look however you want it to look. However, your jinkies will have this beautiful guidance of how you can structure your life and your lifestyle to be just such a spot on fit for who you truly are. Instead of trying to fit you into this lifestyle that Instagram and the world's telling you you have to live to be successful, the Gene Keys will guide you in how to set up a life that is just for you. It's like my life that I live is 
like refined in the way that it accommodates for who I am which holds space for me to step into my highest potential right and so when it comes to your gene key profile you have your you have your uh, pearl sequence which is the prosperity sequence which is literally and it's about to be upgraded into a star pearl and it's literally shows us how we thrive in business, how we thrive in our vocation, what kind of team to set up, how we will prosper, all of that. And yes, you could absolutely go there and hone in. And I have done that for my business and it has changed everything in the way I structure everything. But before you get there, the most important part is understanding that activation sequence, which is the work I started with you, Becca, that we're continuing is actually grounding into your life's work and your evolution. This is what I'm here to do in the world and this is how I'm going to be challenged in the world. And as you really understand that core challenge, that archetypal challenge that you are up against in your life, not because life's shit and life's hard, but because it's your invitation into your highest potential, as you really start to understand that challenge and you apply that to your business and you go, okay, this is what's going to keep coming up and challenging me. And as you accommodate for that and you see the gold in it and you shift your attitude towards it, you are going to open up this channel. You open up your own golden path. You allow yourself to fully step onto your destined path and everything will start to unfold in different ways from there. And that's really how I utilize it working with another business owner when I'm working with myself. And as you've ground in that activation sequence, then you can go into that juicy work of the pearl and how you prosper and setting up your team and all of that, that just, oh my gosh, it just gets more and more exciting as you go. And then it's something that will hold you. I really utilize my gene keys to hold me in my business. So if I am like feeling like I've got this thing that I can't shake or something's really disappointed me or I'm feeling like I'm failing in a way, um, I'm sorry if you can hear my dog. No, no, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> if I feel like I'm failing in a way, the first place I go is my gene key profile and I go, how, which shadow is playing out here? Mm. It's me an instant like an instant pathway into the true problem instead of projecting and getting caught up in and spiraling. Stories, yeah. I'm like, nah, it's my shadow of entropy. So let me just sit with that. Let me allow that. Let me hold space for that. And boom, used to be issues just aren't issues anymore because I'm so clean in the way that I just work through my shit. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And we all need that. We all need that. <laughs> So where can people find you? And if they did want to start with the Gene Keys, where would you suggest for them to start with you? What would that look like? Absolutely. So definitely come find me on the gram, thejourneyhome.tjh. That's spend most of my time and where you'll find most of my content. Do I have a TikTok called the same thing that I'm just getting started with? Um, and then you can find me in my membership called The Journey Home, which you'll find through my Instagram. And my website as well. You'll find all the same stuff through all of the same channels. We'll pop it all in the show notes as well. Totally. But if you're looking for a Gene Keys experience, I have a couple of different ways you can do that. If you're just wanting to start to find out about the Gene Keys and get some guidance on just those first little steps, my membership is a place to go. It's $11 a month. It is literally the highest value for <laughs> ever. It's actually ridiculous. So you can come in there. We have two specific jinky areas where you'll get videos from me and guiding you in that way just to dabble. We do study groups 
kind of thing. But if you're wanting like that full-on experience, that one-to-one like Beck's experiencing, um, you can book in a one-off session with me where we'll dive into your first gene key and I'll give you a tour around your whole chart and that's going to set you up for months of inner work. I literally write you a book. Oh, it is a book. I will tell ye. (laughs) (laughs) Dive into. Yeah. Um, And then if you're wanting something really personalized and really dive in and go into all of it. Then I do my four-month containers where you have the Gene Key sessions each month, but then you have other Zooms and then you have Voxer and that's the, that's the full experience, baby. And um, The big one. That's the big one. <laughs> yeah. Mm, I'm excited. I'm excited. I've got another session this week and I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Oh, my gosh. I get to see you twice I in know. one week. Like, uh, it's a dream. If anyone books it with me, be prepared. I come with a lot of enthusiasm. <laughs> And a lot of energy and excitement for you and your life. So just yes, this is why we match so well. Our energies are on the same vibration, that's for sure. Well, I have literally looked up and been like, wow, I mean, I usually cap these at about 40 minutes, but we're now nearly on to an hour because I freaking love you. <laughs> I didn't want to stop talking. Uh, but thank you so much for coming on today. I have loved it. I've loved watching your journey, your evolution, the business owner that you are today. And um, yeah, thank you for sharing all your gifts with my podcast listeners as well thank you so much and i forgot to say go listen to my podcast i mean that's the place you can find out the most yes it is <laughs> it is we'll tag literally everything because <laughs> i just get so excited but <laughs> it's okay we'll find her on instagram note we'll put everything on the show notes but thank you so much i hope you've enjoyed today um, and i will see you on the next episode bye bye Your love and support means the absolute world to me with this podcast. So if you have enjoyed the episode today, please make sure that you are sharing or reviewing or even rating the podcast because it allows me to get into more ear rolls. Now, if we're not connected on Instagram, head over and add me at underscore Rebecca Hayden underscore. Come and say hello. I'd love to see you there and I will see you on the next episode. Oh,